Hello and welcome to Pumped, the Inside Podcast by Schwab. I'm your host Tobias Wogon, and I'm talking here with Schwab athletes from different disciplines, from downhill to cross country, or from road racing to triathlon. And today I'm talking to Simon Andresen. The young Danish rider is one of the biggest talents in cross country and has won the junior world champion a couple of years ago. This year he changed teams and is now racing for the Cannondale team. On the side of Henrik Avancini and Manuel Fumic, he just came back from the first World Cup of the season. We talked about his winter training in Denmark and why coffee is so important for him. Hey, Simon, thank you so much for taking the time to do the podcast with us. Where are you right now? Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me in the podcast. I'm I'm back home in Copenhagen. Just got back from a long trip. First uh, long trip of the season with the build up to the World Cups and the first two World Cups. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have been on the first or competed in the first two World Cups in Alpstadt now. How was it for you to... Yeah, standing on the start line after such a long winter and such a long time. Yeah, I mean it was it was great to be back back on the World Cup scene. We did quite a, a few early season races, so it's not like we lacked lacked racing, but it was it's it's for sure it's different to to be on the on the World Cup scene, and it just was great to see all the familiar faces again and and feel the. The excitement of a World Cup, you can't really compare it to any other other race. Yeah. And first ra uh, first World Cup is always a little bit different. Do you feel the pressure going to the first races? Or is the pressure more building up in the season? Oh, for sure. The first World Cup is always where the, the pressure is, is probably the highest because... You don't really know where you stand, and you don't really know where everyone else stands, and everyone got has got something to prove, and you know it's 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 quite a, a nervous first one to go into <laughs> to to the World Cup always, but it's also exciting. Yeah, yeah, it uh, it must be super exciting to to see where everyone is after after this this winter. I mean, especially this winter was super different than all the other winters because most of the people couldn't travel so much for for training where did you spend your winter yeah i mean as you said like it, traveling was not the the easiest i i experienced that a, a few times i mean we were supposed to have a few training camps done in south africa and we had our first one in december and mm -hmm. we needed actually to leave before time because like they they made new restrictions that we If we didn't leave immediately, we couldn't get home, and so, and that also cancelled our plans for the next next camp in in January in 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 South Africa, and also our February camp got cancelled, and then Cape Epic was cancelled. So I mean, mm -hmm. I there was a lot of changes all went along. You know, like one week you thought you're going to this place, and then the next week it it the plan changed, but then the plan changed again. So it was. Definitely a, an interesting winter. Yeah, w was it frustrating for you to not really know how to train and how to what coming up next week? 
in a way yeah it's frustrating because you you kind of like like as an athlete and as an as as a mountain bike you plan your season and you plan your goals and where you want to be fast and where you want to race and and then when it constantly like gets cancelled or postponed or you know you can't really count on, on on the timings and it's hard to get it right if if it's constantly changing so for sure it's frustrating but but in in on the other hand you know it's 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 the same for everyone so yeah. you kind of just need to deal with it and and adapt yeah um you're from from Denmark which is probably <laughs> winter time is not the not the best weather for for long rides or for long cross country um sessions how did you prepare for for this season um i mean as, as you say denmark is, is probably not the best place to prepare in winter i i've been to to better places and i spent um a fair amount in in spain in i have a place in in girona which mm -hmm. is really really good for training and the weather is normally quite a lot better than it is in denmark so it's a place that that i really enjoy training in and just living there it's, it's pretty cool so i spend a, a lot of time there preparing for the for the season before we had our first races in the spring okay And um, Girona must be one of the go-to places for training. I mean, there are so many different athletes. But are you training there mostly alone or are you teaming up with other athletes who are living there? Um, I mean, yeah, it's super popular. I mean, there's so many cyclists living there. I mean, mostly mostly road road cyclists, but... Mm -hmm. I think it's getting it's getting more and more popular for for mountain biking as well, and you see more people choosing to go there for training camps on the mountain bikes as well. Um, so it's becoming more more popular than than it has been, and there's a reason to that. I mean, the, the riding there is just great, and the, yeah. the trails and and the weather again is uh, is amazing. So Jan Frodeno lives there, I think. Um Like Bruni or like Bruni's girlfriend moved there. The Kenyan road cycling team is based there. Why is it so? Yeah, why is it so good in in Girona? Why why everyone is moving there? Yeah, I think I mean the the, the infrastructure there is pretty good. You know, you you have the mountains right right behind you. You have really good roads. You have you're close to the to the airport in Barcelona you you know you have great areas to to hang out it's it's a, it's a really you know cozy town it's got lots of nice coffee shops and bike shops and it's just nice for for living as well as it is for yeah. training so i think a lot of people get a good balance there yeah yeah it sounds really like a like a perfect place for the winter maybe a, a way better than than copenhagen But in the summer, Copenhagen is it's definitely one of my favorite places because it's yeah, it's it's pretty much the the best food um <laughs> and gourmet town in in the world with so many different restaurants and all all that stuff. Um is that also part of your life to in, enjoy food and and all that that stuff? 
For sure. I mean, yeah, it's hard to beat here in summer. It's as you say, it's it's one of the best places, and it's just yeah, it's a complete different city when it's summer than than in in winter. You know, like also from from the people you see, like there's so much more life going on, and there's yeah. so much so much nicer, and you know all the the restaurants and and bars and yeah, like it just brings more life to the city when it's when it's summer than you can't really compare it yeah um you're a part owner of cranks and coffee what is it yeah i mean cranks and coffee is a is a cycling cafe with a a, a workshop that builds like mostly like repairs and builds bikes as well but also like a cycling community which is doing group rides and, and cycling events and just a place for people to to hang out and, and share their passion for, for cycling. I think that's what it stands for and what it is most. Great. Can you explain me what, what is it with coffee? I mean, everyone in the bike industry is so addicted to coffee and uh, Jan Frodene makes his own coffee and a lot of, yeah, everyone you visit has the big coffee machine and really enjoys coffee. And you, you have a place which which called cranks and coffee what is it with the coffee and the bike industry yeah that's a good question i mean uh, I, i i don't think i can i can give you the right answer or the, <laughs> the the answer for that but i mean in my in my case it's simply you know i think it's more than just in it's not just having having a nice drink it's like it's also like it's a it's a ritual it's a You know, for me, it, it, it most of the time it means you know, I have this and then I go training, or you know, it's a it's a thing in the morning where I kind of you know, you you have it and then you know you feel more ready to go in a way. Maybe mm -hmm. it's more mental, but it's 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 a ritual and and also it's a thing you know you can do with with friends and with family and whatever you know. Like you sit down, you just have a coffee and you you know it brings conversation. It brings just a a purpose of, of going somewhere or whatever I think and that's uh, with cycling as well you know you go for a ride and then you stop and have a coffee it's it's, it's, it's not so much the coffee but I think it's the whole thing the, mm -hmm. the stop and the and the, just having that purpose of, of doing it I think that's that's just a just as big a thing as the actual coffee yeah okay and I said if that so, makes sense yeah definitely definitely yeah so that means Coffee is definitely way more for you than just a, a good name for your business. So it's it's also part of your life to enjoy the coffee. Yeah, f for sure. I mean, it's it's big part of, of my life. Like it's yeah, it's a, it's a social thing. It's a I mean, it's a thing you can do on your own when you when you're at home. Also, you know, it's it's good good energy, a, a good lift to the day. Yeah. Cool. Um, this year you changed to the Cannondale team, and this is already an existing team, and you you switched to that team. Um, have you been welcomed from the from the other racers? Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, it's been a very big change for me to go to to Cannondale, and it's it's been a team that I always looked up to in a way, and 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 could see myself riding for and it's just been confirming all my 
my uh, expectations. You know, it's such a mm-hmm. a great team and and a, a really really good vibe in the team and and I've been taken really well care of and and been uh, you know been introduced to the like feel part of the family in the team really really quickly and that's it's so nice to share it with with the other teammates i mean they're more well more experienced than than i am and mm-hmm. and i've been already learning a lot from them which is yeah i mean it's so valuable i mean you're in the team with henrik avancini and um, manuel fumic who are both yeah they're two athletes rather on their end of their career and you're super young and you're have your your career ahead of you um, could you benefit or can you benefit from their experience? I mean, de- definitely. I mean, they both have so much more experience than I have and they've been in, in the game of mountain biking way longer than I have and they, they've they probably made a lot of mistakes that mm-hmm. I, that maybe I can be saved of making and maybe learn from, from their experiences, you know, and and also just you know sharing uh, sharing training and sharing experiences and and yeah i mean all kinds of race experiences is so so valuable valuable and it's something that i i'm taking in and learning so much from already yeah but you're from a completely different generation and um you have a yeah kind of a a newer background and um your junior days are not uh, long ago so is there anything what they can learn from you because they are so in their in the game for such a long time but uh, sometimes it's it's good to have a little bit more fresh wind in the in the team as a something where you can support them i think for sure they they can learn something from me as well i mean it's I think it's a really give and take, you know, like we, we have our, uh, each our qualities and, and like we, we all bring something to the table. And I think that that I, I'm coming into the team with, with for sure like some ways of doing things that, that they, they can also learn from and, and see, see positives in. And, and I'm the same, you know, I, I come in and, and I see and I get so much knowledge from like how they're doing stuff. So I really think it's a, it's a win for, for both of us. Yeah. What do you think is your biggest talent in mountain biking? Uh, that's a good, that's a good question. I mean, I think for sure I, I've always enjoyed to, to ride my bike. I always <laughs> enjoyed to have fun. And I think, my biggest talent probably lies in in my ability to have fun yeah on the bike and and enjoy the the riding and enjoy the training even you know i always have fun when i'm riding which is a key piece to to where i'm at yeah i think this is it's super important to have fun because i think if you are yeah long in the game and um, you know that training is not always fun especially when the weather is bad or you're not feeling feeling good it's so important to not lose your your happiness and and the fun to to ride mountain bike so i think that is a really really cool thing and probably something where you can motivate the other twos 
So it's definitely, definitely, and I, I, I feel that I'm that that's something that I'm bringing into the team as well. I mean, not that not saying that the other guys don't have fun, but I think you know, it's something that I really value high on a on a thing. It's like to to have keep having fun on the bikes and and play. Yeah play on the mountain it's 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 for sure racing is hard and it's tough and you know, but you 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 can never forget to have fun on the bike it's i think it's the the reason why most of us started in the first place was because we we were having fun riding our bikes you know yeah yeah definitely yeah that's cool so the cannondale team it's incredible professional what is the biggest change for you coming to this team Yeah, I mean, as you say, the the team is, is is really really professional in the way it works, and I think the biggest change for me is probably like that everything is is a lot is like really structured in a way, you know, like mm -hmm. your your everyday uh, like when we are on on races or on training camps, it, like it's super structured, so it, it's you have a plan for everything. Everyone knows exactly what they're doing and what needs to be done and it kind of you know you need to to do your job but you also can relax because you know there's a there's a plan that looks after you and that that really helps you to perform and and makes everyone do their very best so that's yeah. that's a big big uh, a big step up for me i really like the idea that before a race everyone from the team comes together and you have dinner together and um, you have a you have a, a cook doing some some great meals and it's not these it's just pasta when you're coming to your team it's really it's high-end food <laughs> it's really cool to see that everyone is like a really big family as you see already yeah. uh, said this is um, yeah this is amazing And one other thing is that you're now working with a performance coach. Does the, uh, does that influence your training? Um, it's definitely been been a big change to me, like in the way that we're working on that, and and uh, it's a lot of a lot of new ways, like that I'm adapting to and that I'm learning to to work in this way and. It, I mean, I'm I'm definitely learning so many new things in the in the and in improving in in areas where I've never worked before. So it's it's really great additions to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, a happy rider is a fast rider. That's um, what everyone says, and it's super important to to be as recovered and as um, happy as possible when you're starting your, your race. How does a perfect race day look like for you? Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it also depends on, on, on what kind of race it is, but if it's a, if it's a smaller race or if it's a world cup, or, I mean, but, but for a world cup, I would say my perfect race day looks something like, Uh, getting up in the morning and having a, a, a breakfast and then go f I normally go for a, for a small spin like just a, an easier ride in the morning like to just feel feel the legs a little bit do do maybe one or two small openers and just feel feel the body and, and wake up a bit and then 
I normally come back and do some some stretching and some some relaxing and then you know I would have my pre-race meal like normally around three hours before the race mm-hmm. and then yeah normally we depart for for the venue go to the venue an hour and a half or something like that before the start get get organized and get get the number on the jersey and yeah just you know prepare yourself mentally for for what's coming and then i get a good warm-up in and then i mean there's not much more to do there from there on you know you get on the start line and you you've had the perfect the perfect preparation then then you just go yeah and then it's full yes nice <clears throat> A couple of years ago, when they're starting to do these short track races to qualify your starting uh, place for for Sunday, um, racing got more and more intense. What is the best way for you to uh, regenerate for for Sundays or for the for the main race? I mean, for sure, not like now recovery after the short track is even more important you know like with Mm -hmm. the races being so close to each other and you need to do everything you possibly can to be i mean already the next day you need to be ready for for course training again so yeah recovery is so important and i think for me what what really works is having a like after the straight after the race having like a for sure like a protein shake or something like that and then then doing a spin on the rollers or on the road like 15 20 minutes just getting rid of of all the lactate in the legs from the race and that really helps the recovery if you do a small ride afterwards instead of just finishing in a sprint and then you go to bed it's (laughs) then the legs are, are really tired the next day yeah okay that means you're you're really trying to to paddle a little bit um so when the whole season goes like planned this year what is the race you're looking forward to to the most what is your your favorite race track um i i think my favorite race track is probably i i mean it's a shame because we don't we don't race there this year but it's morning and mm-hmm. so it's the i think luckily next year we're back again but this year we we won't have it but and then other than that i really really like nova mesto where we've just been we just came mm-hmm. from there a couple of days ago yeah and another another one that i'm really looking forward to is um is the world world championship course in uh, italy in uh, val di sole ah okay but it's that's going to be what fits you the What's most? That? The the really um, steep uphills or the technical downhills? What it's your where you are the best? Normally, like I f- I find the, the the more technical tracks better for me. Like the the ones where you really need to be efficient on the bike and and you need. You, I mean, I really like to have some some super hard and short steep climbs, but I I less favorite the the longer long climbs and uh, this really steep long climbs courses mm-hmm. it's i think i'm more like a powerful rider which which are 
more favored in the shoulder shoulder punchy courses. Yeah, yeah and tracks like Montserrat or um, like Novo Mesto, they, they fit a rider who really enjoys to play around with his with his bike a lot more, right? Exactly, exactly, and I think that's that's why I really enjoy those tracks. Great. Simon, thanks a lot for your time. It was really gr uh, great to to chat with you. I wish you all the best for the season and um, hopefully we will um, yeah talk soon again. Yeah, thank you very much. I mean, it was a pleasure to to be part of the of the podcast and I really enjoyed it. So, thank you very much. Thanks. Bye-bye. Ciao.